Anthony Comstock is reaching up out of the grave for the necks of women. You've probably never heard of Anthony Comstock, a Civil War Union soldier and New York postmaster who died in 1915. You need to learn about him and his legacy, however, as his long fingers are about to reach up out of the grave and wrap themselves around the necks of every American woman of childbearing years. Anthony Comstock was a mama's boy who hated sex. His mother died when he was 10 years old, and the shock apparently never left him. Women who didn't live up to, his, to her ideal were his open and declared enemies, as were pornography, masturbation, and abortion. He was so ignorant of sex and reproduction that he believed a visible human-like fetus developed within seconds of sexual intercourse. Comstock spent decades scouring the country collecting pornography, which he enthusiastically shared with men in Congress, and harassing loose women. For example, when he visited a belly dancing show, then a new craze in Chicago at the Cairo Theater during the World's Fair of 1893, he demanded the show be shut down. As Amy Sohn, who wrote a brilliant Comstock biography titled The Man Who Hated Women, noted, quote, Despite national controversy and Comstock's intervention, ultimately the only alteration made to the fair's belly dancing was costuming. The dancers swapped their gauze blouses for thin woolen undershirts. The vice hunter had lost in Chicago, but he would not forget the dancers and would have four of them arrested and fined when they came to New York that winter. New York, after all, was Comstock land. Comstock lobbied for and shepherded through Congress a law passed on March 3, 1873, titled An Act for the Suppression of Trade in and Circulation of Obscene Literature and Articles of Immoral Use. Today we refer to it as the Comstock Act. Its language with regard to abortion is not at all ambiguous. Quote, Every obscene, lewd, lascivious, indecent, filthy, or vile article, matter, thing, device, or substance designed, adapted, or intended for producing abortion or for any indecent or immoral use, and every article, instrument, substance, drug, medicine, or thing which is advertised or described in a manner calculated to leave it, lead another to apply it for producing abortion or for any indecent or immoral purpose, and Every written or printed card, letter, circular, book, pamphlet, advertisement, or notice of any kind giving information, directly or indirectly, where or how or from whom or by what means any of such mentioned matters, articles, or things may be obtained or made, or where or, where or by whom any act or operation of any kind for the procuring or producing of abortion will be performed or uh, done or performed or how or by what means abortion may be produced, whether sealed or unsealed, and every paper, writing, ins uh, advertisement, or representation that any article, instrument, substance, drug, medicine, or thing may or can be used or applied for producing abortion or for any indecent or immoral purpose, and every description calculated to induce or incite a person to use or apply any such article, instrument, substance, drug, medicine, or thing is declared to be non-mailable and shall not be conveyed in the mails from or delivered from any post office or by any letter carrier. The penalty is not ambiguous either. Persons mailing information about ab abortion or drugs or devices to produce an abortion, quote, shall be fined under this title or imprisoned not more than five years or both for the first such offense, and shall be fined under this title or imprisoned not more than ten years or both for each offense, such offense thereafter.
The Biden administration argues that the Comstock Act of 1873 was set aside almost a century ago. And indeed, in 1930, the appeals court for the Second Circuit ruled in Young's Rubber Corp. versus C.I. Lee & Company that the law couldn't apply to things sent through the mail that are legal, even if they were illegal at the time of the passage of the Comstock Act. The case involved condoms manufactured by Young's Rubber. Such a construction, the court wrote, would prevent mailing to or by a physician of any drug or mechanical device adapted for contraception or abortifacient uses, although the, although the physician desi desired to use or to prescribe it for proper medical purposes. End quote. The law has been amended by Congress four times in 1955, 58, 71, and 94, but the language above was never struck because legislators figured the appeals court's ruling rendered it nugatory. But don't tell that to Trump's appointee, Texas District Judge Matthew Kaczmarek of Amarillo, who ruled last month that Mifepristone was to be banned nationwide. He based a large part of his decision on the plain language of the Comstock Act. And don't tell it to the three right-wing judges hearing an appeal this week of Kaczmarek's decision before the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals. When the Biden administration's attorney argued that Kaczmarek's decision was unprecedented, Circuit Judge James Ho, also a Trump appointee who personally swore his good friend Kaczmarek into his office, interrupted her with a curt snap, saying, I guess I'm just wondering why not focus on the facts of this case rather than have this sort of FDA-can-do-no-wrong theme. The appeals court, made up of a George W. Bush appointee and two Trump appointees, earlier had ruled in their preliminary finding to hear the case that they disagreed with the Biden administration's assertion that, to quote the three judges, quote, the Comstock law does not mean what it says. When the Biden interpretation of the Comstock Act was brought up in oral arguments, the Bush appointee, Jennifer, Judge Jennifer Walker Elrod, said that there is, quote, some disagreement, end quote, about whether previous court rulings actually invalidated the law. Republican members of Congress agree and want the Comstock Act enforced nationwide. In a letter sent to CVS, among other pharmacy chains, Mississippi Republican Senator Cindy Hyde-Smith and eight other Republican senators, Langford, Danes, Braun, Rubio, Marshall, Risch, Crapo, and Blackburn, wrote that the Biden administration and that of Congress in 55, 58, 71, and 94 is wrong. Quote, We write to express our support and agreement with 21 state attorneys general, they wrote, who have reminded you that federal law in 18 U.S.C. 1461-62, the Comstock Act, criminalizes nationwide use using the mail or interstate shipment by any express company or common carrier to send or receive any drug that is designed, adapted, or intended for producing abortion. End quote. The 1930 court ruling that lawmakers and judges had for over 90 years believed only applied the Comstock Act to items that were illegal, like child porn, she wrote, quote, does not protect CVS or any other individual or entity from being prosecuted within the five-year statute of limitations for the illegal mailing or interstate shipment of abortion drugs by a future presidential administration that respects the rule of law and the sanctity of life, even for conduct that occurs today, end quote. The lawyer for Republicans defending Kaczmarek's ruling, Aaron Hawley, the wife of Missouri Republican Senator Josh Hawley, went so far as to assert before the court that even physicians and pharmacies shouldn't be able to receive mifepristone or other drugs that could produce an abortion via the mail, FedEx, or UPS. Quote, what the Comstock law says is that it is improper to mail things that induce or cause abortions, which is precisely the action the FDA took in 2021 when it permitted the mailing of abortion drugs, end quote. 
If Hawley's interpretation is ultimately adopted by the Supreme Court, all abortions in the United States would be ended when drugs and suction devices designed specifically for the procedure can no longer be shipped to hospitals, clinics, or physicians' offices. And this is no idle threat. Given how how all three judges on the Fifth Circuit reacted to this week's arguments, most court observers believe they'll vote to sustain Judge Kaczmarek's ruling and ban Mifepristone nationwide, perhaps even outlawing its legal shipment to pharmacies for other uses like helping with incomplete miscarriages. Other drugs and surgical devices used for abortions are almost certainly next. As Washington Post reporter Dan Diamond wrote for his Substack newsletter, anti-abortion activist Mark Lee Dickinson, who's helped several cities around the country put into law local versions of the Comstock Act, told him, quote, If a future president were to enforce these federal statutes, then they could shut down every abortion facility in America. Such a ruling by the Fifth Circuit will kick the whole mess up to the Supreme Court, where six hardcore right-wing Catholics, Gorsuch attends his wife's church but was raised Catholic, are gleefully rubbing their hands in anticipation. This battle promises to be long and hard fought, and if the Supreme Court rules in favor of the Fifth Circuit's anticipated decision, the only solution will be for Congress to overturn the Comstock Act itself. And that's unlikely to happen unless or until Democrats can take back the House, hold the White House, and gain a filibuster-proof majority in the Senate in the 2024 election. The stakes couldn't be higher. Several states are now stockpiling mifepristone in anticipation of just such a dystopian outcome. Families with women and girls of childbearing age may want to do the same. Forewarned is forearmed.